visiting with our Shap of the Week, and it's another captain and another Webster, no relation, Drew Webster, joining us here on our Shap of the Week interview. Drew, it has to be good getting that first one out of the way, the road trip, all of the experience, and some new guys in the defensive backfield. What did it feel like to get that win on Friday, get on the bus and get back home and get to work for the home opener against Cy Ranch? It felt really good to get that first one out of the way because I was really uh, interested to see how we'd play with a lot of new guys coming, especially in the defensive backfield, and it it felt really good to get that win, for sure. You go from the new guy to the old guy that has played a whole lot. And when you talk about guys like Matthew Sams, Connor Kelly, they seem like they've been here forever. But there is Doak Wilson and there is Drew Webster, guys that we saw quite a bit and even quite a bit on the special teams as well. So it's not like you guys don't have playing experience because we talked to Tony Salazar and Coach Dodge. They may not have been starters, but they played. How was the experience for you just getting back out there as a senior leader? It felt really good, especially uh, starting my first game ever. It felt really good. I mean, we're, we missed those guys for sure, but it feels good to be out there, number one. Doak and I have played a lot of games. Uh, having Sage back is really nice to have, have a little bit starting experience on the team. Who's running that room in film study? Who, who's the guy that kind of stands out? Is it a collaborative effort? One of you takes the lead. How is that relationship when you're watching video and breaking teams down? All of us really lead it pretty well because, I mean, all of us have a lot of experience being out there on the field. We do a pretty good job of breaking these teams down and so we get into the first half, we see a deep ball, experienced wide receivers, guys that know what they're doing, and you have Leo Lowen step in front of one, pick one off and then fumble. And I think if we had replay, he might have gotten credit for the interception. But then not only did Leo get one in the second half, Peyton got one as well. As experienced guys with new guys, and in Peyton's case, new to defense. What's going through your mind seeing those guys as an experienced player, seeing those guys ball out like that? Oh, it's amazing. I was super excited to see Leo get that first one, even though it was definitely a pick, by the way. But he got himself another one in the second half, like you said. And Peyton, especially, has like come along so much, especially just because he just came from offense this year. It was really cool to see him do so well. What we've always talked about in Tony Salazar's defensive backfield, and, and one of the unique things about his defense because of the position he used to play, is that it goes from back to front, not front to back. We've always talked about is getting lined up and whether it was a Chambers or whether it was a Sams or whether it was a Connor Kelly, there was always somebody in the middle of the defense that was kind of responsible for getting everyone lined up. Who's got that responsibility? Who's manning the fleet on the back end of the defense? Sage does a lot of it being free safety, but I feel like all of us, we, we help each other out. We got each other's backs, so I mean that helps a lot because we all, we all know what we're doing out there for the most part. We're in year five of this regime, and Tony Salazar, you guys don't know anything else. You know, from eighth grade to now, this is all you really know. One of the things that I saw in the scrimmage, the inter-squad scrimmage a couple of weeks ago, is you guys weren't necessarily going out of base defense. You were already disguising things. You were already in that mid-season form, as I would call it, defensively, and you made the offense a little, uh, let's just say it got a little tense out there for the offense. What's that experience like when you're going one-on-one in practice in an inner squad? A lot of it has become natural, so being kind of knowing what to do before, like, before the season even starts is, like you said, really nice. But yeah, it helps us a lot too because um, if you don't have to think as much out there, you play a lot faster and it I think that's one of the best parts about our defense. So a guy like Blake Chambers comes in at linebacker. You have the stalwart in the middle with Jake Ellinger, and then you have Ben Pankinine, who who balled out as well with David Neal up front. How do those guys in front help you in the backfield? Just by getting to the quarterback, stopping the run, like making them one-dimensional, lets us know what's going to happen a little bit more before it even happens, which is it helps us out a lot. Because when we're trying to like figure out what's going on with run and pass as safeties, it makes it a lot harder to play them both than just if you have to worry about one of them. 
I counted five plays in a row where there was a sideline screen pass and it was one-on-one, mano-a-mano. Not only did Leo have an opportunity to make a bunch of tackles or whether it came to Peyton's side and he had to make one-on-one tackles, that mentality that a corner has, normally a fan or somebody that really doesn't know a whole lot of football is looking at it. Well, corners are just supposed to to cover guys that, that go deep, but when that kind of game is deployed as kind of an answer to a run game because you have to go to the outside and that puts a lot of pressure on a corner from your perspective seeing that one-on-one tackling from the corner position with two new guys who who've never played it down at varsity football on those plays they're running they're only getting like three four maybe five yards per play and it was like it's it's physicality like you said like the corners we have are so physical and it's due to the coaching we have because they teach us every day like you got to be physical stuff like that will happen if tony salazar has i know he has a bunch of isms i know he has a bunch of things that he says quotable quotes if you will some of are safe for radio some are not but what are some of the things that he says that you just can't shake something that's always in the back of your mind or in the front of your mind every time you put on your football helmet over and over again you hear be physical be physical be physical get to the ball i mean it's not just the linebackers and d-line that have to be physical on this it's everyone has to be getting to the ball every play when you talk of physicality we often think of defense on friday night we got a taste of what physical looks like on the other side of the ball we've been spoiled with Nakia Watson and we've been spoiled with the offensive line for the last couple of years but four new guys and your co-captain Blake Webster starting in his 30th consecutive game and Trip Graham who hadn't taken an offensive snap ever in a varsity game what was your opinion of how you saw that unfolding. I know you guys are in meetings a lot and and talking on the sideline while the offense is on the field, but when you looked up and and saw Trip Graham just trucking over people and and you saw the offensive line starting to play very well in run game, what's your experience when you see that type of physicality on the offensive side of the ball? Trip is one of the most physical guys we have on this team and like he's always going to be running people over, but it was really good to see the offensive line get more physical because throughout spring ball they hadn't been as physical and I think especially with Blake leading them, they're learning how to get down and dirty it's the schizophrenic nature of a football player you've got to be one way off the field and one way on the field and we kind of saw that switch happen whether it was taylor throwing a deep ball to penny or whether it was mason making a a a great run after a catch there was a lot of physical play off the ball you saw denton apple throwing blocks you saw rhett kelly coming in throwing blocks jackson coker only made one catch but got so many production points because he was downfield blocking as a defensive guy what's your take on on that style of play even when players and teammates don't have the football. Jackson Kelker was a big one this week. I mean, it was energizing to see him because he's one of the guys, like like you said, Denton and all them are throwing blocks, but you really see Jackson because he's out wide. So when you're on the sideline and you see him blocking guys 30, 40 yards down the field, it's it's cool. Well, and you guys face them every single week, mm-hmm. so you know, you know how good they are, and then when they get up against the defense that haven't seen them every day, that's, that's that cue of, hey, you're about to get a whole lot of confidence in a hurry. That's very true. Like, Because like you said, we know how good we are. And when our offense comes out and plays against us, like it's it's a lot more back and forth. But when they finally get out there against guys in another colored jersey, they really throw it down a little bit. So take us inside that room when captain elections are happening and the announcement is happening. We talked about this with Blake last week. When your name is called, what did that feel like? Uh, it felt really good. Very surprising. I did not see it coming, especially because we do have five captains this year, which is a little bit unusual. So they named off the other four guys, and then when they said my name, I, you can ask the other guys. I would had I was I had a confused look on my face for sure, but it, it felt really good. I know it's a pleasant surprise, but now you have the initial. I'm a captain. What was next? 
Well, I realize that there's a lot of responsibility when you become a captain. You gotta, you gotta kind of be a leader for the guys on the team. I feel like I can do that for the most part. A lot of people think that being a captain is more of a popularity contest. And as I look down the line of all the guys that have been named a captain, it's not a popularity contest. It's who is going to lead this team. And I think one of the mantras that I always hear Coach Dodge talk about is, you know, everybody thinks this is my team. Everybody thinks this is the coach's team. It's not. It's it's the players' team. So this collection of five guys all play different roles what do you think your role is uh, my role is so I see myself as kind of a uh, fun guy but also like like when it comes time you, you got to do do your job so I feel like I kind of get people hyped up a little bit get them get them doing what they got to do final thought how do you get ready for a game home opener senior year Cy Ranch Friday Night Lights here at Westlake take us through your routine a lot of guys will say they listen to music and whatever, but I like talking to people. I hang out with my friends before the game, get hyped, have a good time, and then when you get on the field, it carries over, and you just get out there and have fun. So one Webster to another Webster. Blake said last week he goes through the locker room and he gives nucks to every single guy. You're kind of the same way, just always around, always talking, making sure everybody's having a good time. And remember, this is fun. Yeah, it is fun because we work so hard out there every week uh, on practice. By the time we get on the field, it is, it's it's a good time. He's Drew Webster, co-captain of the Westlake Chaparrales. Thanks so much for joining us and uh, thanks for doing this. Yeah, thank you.